with us. Yes. Oh, 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 Odin wants to go again. Yes, thanks for watching and listening to uh, episode 47 already of the weekly Assassin's Valhalla podcast. Episode, sorry, episode 47. Uh, <laughs> double Odin got me there. Hey, Joyce, thanks for being here again. Hello. Because Hi. Jordan uh, still has more important stuff to worry about. So uh, we're giving him all the time to figure that out. And then maybe for episode 50, like we're approaching that, I'm going to like approach him and say... Are you returning for episode 50? But we will see. But I'm happy that you are here, Joyce. Uh, we had a, a cool episode last week. So mm -hmm. thanks for joining again. And um, this week, we actually got some other stuff to talk about. We got some sad news regarding the Druids DLC, of course, um, that has been delayed. And we do have some like leaks and new info that I want to go over. So some leaks that could be true. And some info actually from Ubisoft about the setting of the DLC uh, what we can kind of expect there, but you have been like editing the the Druids videos mostly, Joyce. Yes. We need new footage, right? At yes, this point, yes, we do. We absolutely need to. I've been using the post-launch trailer for so long. Now. <laughs> I mean, we do have. I, I don't know how many seconds it is, but we six. Do it's have. six seconds of Avor walking and uh, seeing like the, the Ireland. It looks it looks good, and Avor is wearing like a cool new chest piece at least. So there's yeah. that. And we do have uh, like underneath that video, you actually hear a piece of soundtrack that I haven't heard before. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's from the new uh, soundtrack. So uh, yeah, mm. that's right. Um. So yeah, that, that's all we have right now. So maybe next week, but with them like delaying it, I don't know. It, it will likely be a while, but we will talk about that. And we will also discuss some other like, because uh, some people from Ubisoft had interviews with thegamer.com. So they check them out, go to their articles. Uh, and one like talked about a setting that he wanted to see. And with him like being a senior writer, that might hint at where the, the series goes and we want to like insert our uh, dream settings here as well. We have a small bit on social stealth and why that might not be, uh, or why that has not been in the recent games. Of course, we saw it with Valhalla, but we can kind of like talk about the implementation as well. And of course, we end with some predictions for the Druids DLC. And I'm going to argue with Joyce because <laughs> I... <laughs> It's pretty obvious, Joyce, so we have to, like, uh, we, we can make it crazier. We can make it crazier, so... Okay, okay. <laughs> the podcast goes, of course, live every Saturday on your favorite podcast service, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can also download it on SoundCloud. Make sure that you follow the podcast so you get, like, a notification or at least, like, you know when a new podcast goes live. It's every Saturday, so um, get that into your system. But I know a lot of people do so that's really really cool you can also get early access to the show though if you support the show financially it's not needed but you get some cool perks if you go to the youtube channel joe raptor hit the join button next to the subscribe button for five dollars per month you can get early access so immediately after we live record it on thursday you can already watch the video version um for two dollars per month you get the video version on saturday when we also uh post the audio version so you can see our faces you can see our Asgard backgrounds and sometimes we insert like some footage and uh, extra like a screen uh, thing as, as well. You can also watch us live recorded like many of you are doing right now on twitch.tv dashraptor. 
go to go to that you see the schedule you can put like a reminder or join our discords drapter.com dash discords and they will also be notified when we go live so yeah i want to thank some people who became members actually which is really really awesome yoshimoto jacob luke jeff uh, marco james mad dad audi rs5 joyce are you like into cars Am I into cars? Uh, a bit. <laughs> it's Audi RS5. Is that a car? Probably. I mean, you're, you're pronouncing the word Audi correctly already. <laughs> no, am I? Oh, okay. Audi RS5. Uh, yeah, I think probably. either way, it is like a, 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 a profile picture of a, of a wolf. So, uh, oh, but yeah, thanks Audi RS5. It's kind of weird to choose a car as a nickname, but I digress. You can, of course, also leave a review. Like, that would really help us out. We are at, I think, 200 reviews on Apple Podcasts. Wow. That's that's quite that's quite good. So, yeah. Or no, so, no, 120. Close, oh. though. Close, though. I mean, so, it's still above 100. So, yeah. that's already a lot. So, Thanks, we, wa we want to reach the 200. So, uh Again, yeah, search for someone in your family if you don't have an Apple device. Make sure <laughs> that you steal that device for like five. It only costs you like four minutes to write a review. And uh, tell us what you think. And then we will like talk about it here on the show. Some people get some questions in there as well. You can also send in your questions to assassinscast.com. Okay, with all that out of the way, let's immediately jump into the news. Joyce, the DLC was delayed. Yes. Ah, but... A little bit uh, expected because we, it was a little bit quiet from from their side, if you know what I mean. Like usually mm -hmm. we would have like maybe a new screenshot or a trailer, and then suddenly this pops up, and we're like, "Ah, oh, damn it!" <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's pretty sad overall. Oh, although it's not a lot of delay. It's it's two weeks you said right or yeah it, 13, so it was supposed to come out and i by the way like uh, you don't hear it joyce but i'm like let, let's hear uh let's let's look at that like brief bit of footage and like uh the soundtrack as well you were talking about <laughs> yeah so it's like a flute and it's like doo -doo -doo. <laughs> that's it yeah. now it it was supposed to launch on april 29th and now it's may 13th but yeah like you said they were super quiet usually though with dlcs um it's mostly that they like start talking about it when it's like almost there we see that with the immortals dlcs for example as well they announce or like they release the update which has like a free quest and then two weeks later or so the dlc launches and you only really get a trailer like when it actually is out, so, yes. but I think like overall Ubisoft is really quiet because, and we talked about it last week as well. Like where the heck yeah. is Far Cry or Riders Republic? Those games were supposed to come out in February. We're in April, and we still haven't seen like any gameplay or marketing for that game. So for those games, so everything from Ubisoft is getting pushed, and then two weeks for this. I mean, I'm happy that they're pushing it because I would rather have this than a lot of bugs like we saw when the game came out. 
Yeah, they 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 learned from their mistakes, probably. They like obviously because of like the the Yule festival was full of bugs, and then Astara also had a couple of bugs, but you could you could see that they um, that they worked on a lot of problems that they had in the past. Was still not perfect, but you know it was getting better. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, the drinking challenge was <laughs> with the camera shaking thing was and a bit of a. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they had some weird issues like that. But remember, with the Yule Festival, every quest was broken for the entirety of the festival. Oh, yeah. But they did still have, like, like it, apart from that issue, because there was, like, one issue where every game, like, on older consoles and on PC, during the Brawl, your game would just crash. Oh, uh, right. I've read about that. Yeah, so that was, like, a huge issue. Um, but, yeah, they they did fix that during over the course of the festival. So they... Yeah, they, they, they put in the extra work to actually make that. Um, yeah, and like th I hope that that's, this yeah means that we're getting like a more polished DLC. And in two weeks, they can do quite a lot. Um, yeah, it's it's also because um, usually um, with a next update, they would add all, uh, support already for a DLC. Like you see that with Immortals, the, they already added like a support for the Lost Gods DLC. And with uh, these updates, um, we haven't really seen anything about the Wrath of the Druids yet. So it was already like, hmm, are we getting it at that date though? Yeah, they they should have like released the update this week then to hit yeah. the two week before launch mark. So that's likely why they were, hey, we're not hitting that. Um, I see a, a, like a, a poll going on right now in the Twitch chat, and everyone is like, good, polish it first. Like a hundred percent of the people are like, no, I'm ha I'm happy that they're taking their extra time. Um, yeah. and it's only two weeks. It's not it's not that bad. We have a ton of other games uh, to play. Yeah, uh, right so now. just take their time and, and 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 fix some more things, and then uh, put the DLC out, and it will be better than ever. Yeah, but I but but uh, but maybe like put out the Basim outfit then. Like in the meantime, <laughs> give us something, right? Like it, it feels. I'm just curious what the impact overall will be. Like, will this also mean that every free content update that is being worked on by a different team, because Ubisoft Bordeaux seems to lead this. Uh, Druids DLC and Ubisoft yeah. Singapore is leading the Siege of Paris DLC, and like I think in Montreal there's like a a, a live team as they call it working on the free content for Valhalla. So I'm curious if this also means that that content is being pushed. That would be kind of a shame, and it would also like kind of be weird to have like uh, the the new festival not launch on the real world dates as they've been hitting uh, recently. <laughs> but overall, like if it means more polish, then I'm fine. But yeah, we will not have the new April updates next week. Uh, at least that, that is what we know. I think when we are like recording this episode next week, we will likely know that it's coming the week after that. But yeah, we will, of course, keep track. Because that would be nice to already have the fishes fixed. So we can at least like do something in the game while we wait for the DLC, right? Yeah, it's just that we cannot fix the the swordfish uh, thing yet because they uh, they deleted that uh, achievement or thingy out of the UB Connect. So we can still we can gather the fishes. We just can't get the swordfish yet. No, no, no. It's actually they removed the Ubisoft Connect challenge because the fishes are bugged. So the moment oh, they fix right. the fishes, the Ubisoft Connect challenge will likely be back as well. <gasps> now we so... can get the swordfish finally. <laughs> 
I mean, are you going through that grind, though? I want to get a poll for that as well. Like, who got the swordfish? Like, because that is a huge grind. Dennis and I were also looking at it. Because we, of course, like, for all the Valhalla content, we were kind of like, okay, who's doing what? Are we going to do the fishes? Because I think that's, like, 20 hours of, like, brain-dead fishing. I don't know if that's worth it. <laughs> you, I mean, I know you love it. You uh, I have no patience for that. <laughs> I try to shoot them with my bow and they nerf that as well. First you could do that, but now all the fish like swim away or something. I, I hate I hate fishing. <laughs> fishing. Also in like Far Cry, I never was a fan of fishing. So I, I like that you could go in with two spears, kill all the fish that way, but they nerfed that. It was like, no, you have to use the rod. Okay. Or the rope. I mean, it's uh, uh, like you said, you can spend a lot of time before the DLC drops. <laughs> oh, wow. Nika says, 35 hours of fishing. I did that shit. 35? Damn. I, mean, I wanna... Yeah. Yeah. That's indeed a worthy applause. That's insane. That's insane. I, I, I don't know if I can do that. Maybe... Uh, even for a stream, it's like it's not fun. It's not a fun stream. I don't know. They would watch you suffer, and then it would oh, be. Oh well. Fun. Hot stuff, Chris, as well. Yes, I'm only missing some big, uh, the large bugged ones. Damn, damn. They fly away from me when I shoot them. Fly away. I want to see that. I want to see that. So I'm, I'm actually really surprised. So we got like the poll going on. 37% says, "Give me that blade." So they've been doing the grinds. I'm impressed. I'm really impressed. It's it's not for me, but I do want, especially now with the visual customization system, having the swordfish to swing around would be awesome. But yeah, uh, Joyce, we're getting, of course, some new items in the Druids DLC, and we had some, like, we had some leaks already. So one of the big things was Sickle Swords seem to be back. So we got Jonathan, the French YouTuber, of course, diving into the files with some other people, they discovered the achievements, and one of them was like kill 50 or 100 people with a sickle sword. So yeah, that kind of confirms that those weapons that we all saw in Origins are back. So that's exciting. But now we got some new leaks we discussed recently in a video. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I'm super excited about, Joyce, are the new live daily missions that seem to be included in the DLC. And I want to like get this out of the way first. These things are like leaked, they're in the files. It's not 100% confirmed that it's gonna happen, but usually when things are in the files, like Basim's outfit was in the files as well, usually it means that it's coming. So, um, like out of the leaks, we, we put some in the dock, like what, 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 what got you most excited? Um, well, you s there's also new Dranger fights that have been leaked, which I'm pretty excited about because I, I you know, now we're all probably at power level 400, <laughs> 409, <laughs> like the, the, the hardcore people and they want a challenge. So let's do it. Um, but, but will also, this, will those be a challenge though? Like, because yeah, yeah. For you, they won't. <laughs> 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 Unless they they uh, finally release the Raptor mode. Yeah, but, we uh, want that. <laughs> no, but for people like me who are <laughs> who are looking for a challenge on the highest difficulty, then maybe it will be fun. But maybe they have different animations or different tactics. We we don't know. But yeah, you would hope so, right? You would yeah. hope so. Yeah. We keep hoping. We keep on hoping. Um, 
But you you say these daily the the new day uh, life daily uh, quests, and uh, you connected them with something which I'm actually pretty excited about because they give some sort of classic nostalgia to the back to the game. Uh, because of the whole pigeon coop thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for people who did not watch the video, uh, those are found in the files as well. And uh, those were like in SS Creed 2, in Brotherhood and Black Flag. You would like go to these pigeon coops, like these cages, and get a like contract. And this would like task you to kill a nearby uh, target. And if you did that, you got some nice money. And like th those small missions seem to be back. Like that was a way for the assassins to communicate. And... Like, we already speculated, like, maybe Red Eye... Like, we don't know how large Red Eye's empire is, right? How many kids he grabbed off the street, he put in a training camp, and now they're just standing in one place all day, all night, waiting for us to, to talk with them. Um, we don't know if maybe Red Eye has, like, a, a pigeon army as well. Like, you don't know what he is up to. So maybe uh, he will give us a daily missions via that way. Or it could be like a separate thing. I hope it's actually a separate thing. So it's like a, an, a cool way to earn money or something. Because right now, there's no dedicated way to earn money except for killing beggars and getting <laughs> loot that way. But that's not intended, I think. No, I think uh, indeed with these pigeon coops, I think it would be more uh, like the style from Black Flag than from the previous games. Because um, if I remember correctly, in 2, Brotherhood and Revelations, the pigeon coops were more like... You send out assassins to do these targets and then you get money for it. I, I think that mm. was the whole thing. And then in Black Flag... Um, you would actually do them, yeah. Yeah, you so. actually could yeah. do them yourselves and they were assassinating targets. So I think if they're going to do these pigeon coops, if they're going to return those to the game, I think they would more do the Black Flag style um, than uh, going back to... Yeah, like or you the, send uh, your jumps viking or something. <gasps> that would be cool. But how in would a way. Do that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, any more reason to use Yom's Viking and actually like make that a cool system, I'm all for. But uh... well, you you say this now, and I'm thinking about it. Like Yom's Viking, and then send them out from your friends, and then they receive a message that they used your Yom's Viking for an assassinate mission. But or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, it feels it feels a lot like a, a mobile game though, because then you're like, oh, I'm sending your Yom's Viking, but the Yom's Viking is not actually going there. It's like a a timer that you see like go to zero, and then you likely get like a, a notification while playing. Hey, uh, Jons Viking has returned with new money. And then you go into the menu and click that. I'm not sure if I want that type of stuff. So uh, we will see. But it's interesting that that, wa that was found uh, in the files. And there were some other things. So totally check out that video if you want more leaks on the Druids DLC. Um, mm -hmm. We did have actually have some legit info as well. Mm -hmm. So let's go to Access the Animus for that. So they like put out a, a whole Facebook article um, going over everything that Hugo, the associate narrative director at Ubisoft Bordeaux, said regarding the Druids DLC uh, to Gamer.com. So, first of all, we know that the DLC will be set eight decades after the first Viking raid in Ireland and 40 years after they first settled in Dublin. Um, so, at the time of this expansion, there were these Norse gals. So that was like a marriage between Norse and Gaelic people. And uh, these marriages were used by the Norse and the Irish to secure the other's protection, land or assistance. So basically they were like, yeah, 
um, making sure that they could like live together by, yeah, making sure there were like children who both parties like kind of cared about in, in a way. Um, they they like used people from the University of Liverpool uh, to like make sure that everything was historical uh, correct. They of course do that for all their games. Um, we know that. Let's see. Um, yeah, Barrett MacImar. I think I'm mispronouncing that. I think we had some uh, better pronunciations for that. I'm gonna like throw it up here for people watching. Um, so we we know about some like key figures, like one of the main characters in the DLC, uh, and, and and Barrett is one of them, and he actually um, is like the the king of Dublin. But he's installed by like another king. So they're still like kind of doing the puppet stuff we also saw in Valhalla. Where they make they put a Saxon king on the throne. So people think, hey, we have like a, a legit Saxon king. But it's like a puppet king. Because actually the Norsemen are making sh like telling things to that Saxon king. And uh, yeah, that that's kind of how they rule. So we know that Beric... Barrett MacImer will be uh, the king of Dublin. Um, let's see. There's one like important thing I think, Joyce, because in Valhalla we of course really saw that the main purpose was to conquer England. You went mm -hmm. to the different territories, you made alliances, so you could like fight King Alfred in the end. Um, but by the time of the DLC. The Vikings had no hope of conquering Ireland anymore. They tried, but they failed. So that's why the DLC were mostly focused on doing business with the Irish. And um, oftentimes they were used by Irish kings as mercenaries of war. So you will be likely fighting battles for other people. Instead of kind of what you did in the main game as well. But then you had like a purpose for, for yourself. Because you wanted the alliance for... Like conquering whole uh, whole England, here you're likely just helping people out for maybe money or other gains, um, which is interesting. And the DLC will actually start when you join a Viking uh, or like a Vik, or when you like join a war campaign for Flan Sinna, and he's the High King of Ireland at the time of the DLC. So that's kind of the, the 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 snippets we learned. Um, and yeah, in the meantime, I... we had some donations or like. Uh... Oh, nice! Yeah, I already saw Dennis. Uh... Yeah, Dennis with the subs. Again. Thanks a lot, Dennis. Appreciate Thank it. You. Now, I was thinking about this like, how would they, um, like with this info, how could you figure out what kind, how the DLC would work? And I think they're, uh, what I'm thinking is that they're probably going to work with these arcs again. Like, you have to go to a certain area in, I in Ireland and do that quest line. I don't know how many there are for this DLC, but I think that that's probably what's gonna happen. Like you said, like you have to help uh, a certain character um, as a mercenary of war uh, with this main character. That like <laughs> I'm even I, I don't know if I should pronounce. Yeah, it. it's. I'm, uh, I'm just gonna say Barrett. Um, yeah, because he's one. gonna be one of the main one of the main characters in the yeah, DLC. Yeah, the King of Dublin. Yeah, so if he's gonna be one of the main characters in the DLC, that probably means there are more. So uh, I think it's gonna be again like uh, like what we did in the main story. Just go to an area uh, where there's one main character and you're gonna help him out. Yeah, one and leader, and then you're like kind of like maybe 
forge some friendship with him, uh, something like that, or or they know you are like a fierce warrior, so they want to hire yeah. you, something like yeah, that. Because, yeah, because I was always thinking like, will there be there, there won't be another settlement in Ireland that there has to be something like maybe a, a, a camp, like a main like a like the, the, yeah. You're gonna set up camp somewhere. The uh, leaks suggest that there are like multiple trading po outposts with like buildings we can interact with. So it seems that, and I really hope that it's not the same thing as we saw in the main game because I'm, I want to like change it up a bit, right? I want I want them to to, uh, it makes way more sense because we're not like trying to conquer Ireland. It doesn't no. make sense to have this whole settlement there and build alliances. No, we're likely just there and there are like trading outposts that should be in multiple areas um so i think it will be like just multiple smaller settlements settlements throughout ireland yeah and also probably some extra fights or people to assassinate and uh i don't know like these targets that we have to uh, figure out who they are and then yeah Children of Danu, yeah. Yes, in, indeed, children of Danu. And what I wondered this, um, because in uh, what we discussed in the video yesterday is, um, or if people are listening on Saturday, the video of Wednesday, um, <laughs> this new armor set that Ava is wearing in those close six seconds that uh, they shared, um, I wonder, like, how are we going to gather them? Are they spread around the around the map of Ireland again? Like, do we have to find all the pieces um, because of, like, how the main story works? But, but don't you think that there will just be, like, new wealth icons? I, I, I don't know why they would, like, step away from that. Uh... No, 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 that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, do you have to gather all the, the, the wealth again? You know, like, you have to go to this area and find... Like, because Ireland is not just one place. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, there are multiple regions uh, we, we can explore in Ireland. Yeah. yeah, what yeah, do you yeah. think about that then? Usually DLCs, and I, I put the, the armor set like for people who are watching right now. Um, up. Some people thought that it was like the mentor set in a way. I, I can see that thanks to the shoulder pad here, but it looks totally different though. Like, it looks like a bigger... Mm -hmm. um, so, like, uh, usually DLCs don't like move away that much from the core element. So I totally expect that we will still have regions with like secrets, mysteries, and uh, wealth. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't think they're gonna like move away from that. But we could totally see um, more things like the um, uh, like the sort of Thor armor set, like how you earn that. So maybe that all the Drangir give one armor piece or something oh. like that. that. That there are like multiple ways to earn the new gear and there were already hints that maybe a new Isu weapon, I think, that was actually in the Siege of Paris, or maybe in the Druids DLC as well. So I totally think there will be these weapons that are not like... Maybe there's like one or two armor sets in wealth, something like that, and some weapons. Mm -hmm. And then there are some unique armor sets uh, which we can earn through other ways. Like, for example, I, I really think that we can compare this in size uh, and maybe in amount of items to the legacy of the first blade dlc and we of course had that um that sword of kings remember mm -hmm. that that very cool yeah. uh best weapon actually best sword in in odyssey and you could get that by clearing all the targets so i mm -hmm. would not be surprised if once again if you kill all these targets you get like a cool weapon or item 
You get uh, the mighty sickle, no. <laughs> I hope so. I hope uh, I hope that they bring back the charged heavy attacks. Although we don't really have a yeah, I mean, they there will be like new abilities and skills as well. So maybe we will see the charged heavy attack back. I I actually really like that in uh, the previous game. So it's kind of sad that we don't have it in Valhalla yet. So maybe we will see it because usually they take elements from the previous games. Like for example, Odyssey uh, only had the hunter's bow. So the abilities we got were like a warrior bow, and I think in the DLCs we had like an ability which was basically the light bow. So mm. they will totally like look at the systems that are available and make things around that. I would not be surprised. Yeah, I see someone in chat saying, "I hope there there's leprechauns." I mean, if they will do something like in typical Irish fashion, they would probably have a, a quest like that, mm -hmm. <laughs> like. Just these special kind of quests that make you think like, oh yeah, that's typically Irish. I don't know for that that type of or that time period, but um, yeah, or mysteries as they are called now these days. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Assassin's Creed Valhalla fashion. Yeah, and and if sickles are indeed like in the DLC, then I I would not be surprised if most of the new weapons we find are sickles because that is like yeah. the only way to get sickles. Well, because it's a completely, I mean, would you consider this a completely new uh, new weapon type? Because we've got broad axes, we've got yeah, yeah, yeah. two-handed yeah, swords. I, I, yeah, I don't see it like fall into another category, and that would be really disappointing, right? <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. we at least know that the one-handed swords will be their own new thing, mm -hmm. so why not the sickle swords? And again, they have been in origin, so it's not like they're starting from scratch or anything. No, it, it it might be a little bit like what you've what you what we've seen in the Atlantis DLC with uh, getting different uh, types of color for the Isu uh, or the yeah, oh, yeah. Isu armor set that they um, yeah for the weapons you had like a an hammer yeah. and a spear and you could like uh, put hunter assassin or warrior damis on it like something yeah like exactly so they they they're not they're really focusing the like you said on, on then on the sickles and there's already a sickle animation in there when you have the finisher for i forget what these uh enemies are called who are already have like this sickle. yeah one of the bandits right you mean yeah and you have yeah. this finisher where you kill them with, 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 with oh yeah, yeah where you slice their throat yeah yeah yes exactly so you know we, we will see when we will on... see but i'm like i would be shocked and super excited if we got like a new weapon type because that's never like we never saw that before and no. if there's really like a third expansion coming as well it makes sense that they are like investing even more in uh in, in like the overall game because with the third expansion you're taking everything that you already added to that third expansion as well but mm -hmm. i'm also curious okay one more thing before we will move on <laughs> do you think the sickle swords will be available for everyone or only for people that buy the Druids DLC. I think that's still like a, a very interesting wrinkle to this. It could be if they do like this quest before the DLC that the reward would be a si one sickle sword. Oh wow, yeah, that would be perfect world, I think. Yeah. And because they, they still cannot dual wield it. Which is actually oh. like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean it would still suck, but then you... I don't know if that's worse. Let, let put up a poll. So, if you were to get one sickle sword for free, but you could never like uh, dual wield it because then you need to buy the DLC. 
Would you then rather have <laughs> one single weapon or none at all? I don't know. That's actually a good one. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, you think... What do you think? Like, I hope as well that everyone gets the sickle weapons and that the Druids DLC has more of them and that future Helix items packs will totally include sickle weapons. Um, so, yeah. Like, I was thinking about this further. Like, if this is true, that the sickles are exclusive to the Druids DLC, they could never be at Reda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, but then it will be, like, even worse in a way. Because yeah. then it will be... I mean, they could still be at Red Eye, because if you did not buy the Druid's DLC, you will obviously still be able to get the Helix pack that has the sickle weapon, right? Yeah, okay. But then, enough. it's like behind the paywall. So the only way to get a sickle weapon is buying uh, something. Or waiting for the one, the, the yeah, the, at Red Eye. I mean, Red Eye has been great these days. But mm -hmm. there are certain items that still feel like gatekeep. They're not releasing a wolf mount. I haven't checked daily uh, the daily today. Maybe there is a wolf mount. I saw but, uh, someone say the Einar Yar hood. Did somebody say that? Oh, that's actually not bad. I'm quickly gonna gonna check him. Right yeah, yeah, it's the Einar Yar mythical yeah, hood. Oh, Yarmuth. that's actually not bad. So yeah, that's actually pretty good. Um, but yeah, that would be quite the predicament for Ubisoft actually. If they, uh, it, it's really cool if they indeed. Um, get a new weapon type into the Wrath of the Druids. However, if you don't have that DLC, you will never get yeah, the weapon. Unless you pay to... for the... Yeah, yeah. and then all the comments, the whole comment section would probably be yeah. full Dennis of will be crying because he reads all the comments. So. <laughs> but uh, we, got the, we, got the, we got the poll, and it's obvious, but I still think it will be like a carrot at the end of the... It will be like 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 how you get like how you hear the stories about people getting like addicted to drugs here get one for free but do you want the other one you got to pay up i don't but if you like have none you don't know what you're missing really in one way but i get why people would still get uh, prefer one it's going to be very fascinating and it will be interesting how they do this because like it would be a huge selling point to have the DL to have like a an item exclusive to the DLC, but because of the Helix items, that's not gonna happen. Uh, it will be interesting, but I I think there will be backlash if the one-handed swords finally release, and the only way to get them is either by the Siege of Paris or by the I don't know King Arthur pack or whatever they're gonna do, or yeah. Joan of Arc pack. Lock oh. it in. Oh, no. Lock it in. I, I know it's like likely a different period, but you never say never. I mean, maybe. But it's still, I, I, I stay with my point, though. Like, point, point in case, if, if this is going to be a problem, if they don't give... I mean, sure, it's a smart strategy. So, indeed, I'm not going to do the whole drug thing. But it is indeed like smart to give them one piece, and then if they want more, they have to get the season pass. You, you cannot know, win. You cannot win unless no. you give two of the weapons. Yes, but like people who don't want that, they don't. And uh, but they still want more sickle swords. Yeah, but then it's like you already got two for free. We like. In like that way. And and because of the perks, they don't really matter. And my prediction is actually about that. It does. Like if you already have two sickles, you're good. Like, yeah. you, you don't, you, unless there's like an Isu sickle, but that makes sense. Like, 
it's gonna be fascinating. I I'm really curious. So, one more thing. Do you think? What do you think? Before we move on. What do I think? Yeah, do you think we will get one for free, we will get two for free, or we get none for free, meaning that you need to buy the Druid's DLC and or the uh, upcoming Helix pack, and then pray to Rada that one day he will sell it, likely when everyone already quit the game and moved on to Assassin's Japan or China? Well, if they play it dirty smart, oh. um, they do... Nee, but what do you think? We, we already went over what, what they could do. What I think would happen. This is a double prediction, uh, Yor. Uh, I know, but we're, we're here. We're, we're doing it. Fine, I'm going to say it. They are going to add... A, uh, the, 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 if they're going to do a quest, probably, for this. So they're going to add a, a, the sickle as a weapon uh, to get for free. And they're going to do a helix pack with the sickle. So people have to get the helix pack to actually do a will to sickle. Boom. Uh, or to get the Druid's DLC, right? Yeah, yeah, so either, okay, yeah, one for free, uh, Druid's DLC, or Helix pack for a second sickle. Yes. What do you think? That's your turn. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think that is what's gonna happen. Because I think it will be like a huge backlash if, if, if they release a new... Maybe, okay, what I'm gonna say is I don't think they will do it. So the sickle will be exclusive to the Druid's DLC... And future Helix packs, and then at one day it will show up at Reda. For the okay. one-handed swords, though, they will release one for free, and the other one with the Siege of Paris. Okay, I didn't say anything about the one-handed swords because you didn't. No, no, no. But I'm just like because I still think like that your theory could be right, but I want to like add, make it a little different, but still. Uh... Because one-handed swords are like the most requested thing. You cannot only release it for paid. I mean, they can do it, but I think that would be a bad choice. Yeah, and the Basim outfit will come earlier than the one-handed sword. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. The Basim outfit will be with the April updates, uh, I think. Okay. Sooner than we think. Anyway. Yeah, let's okay, let's... Uh, four centuries after the DLC, Joan of Arc. I mean, we have the freaking horns from the Hell's Damnation set. I don't, know. I don't think they care. I don't think they care. Joan of Arc, you want to do something with that. And it's a great song by Arcade Fire. Okay, let's move on. Uh, because we also... Let, let's talk about like other settings. Um, yeah. Because LN... LN. Because I'm not going to butcher the last name LN? there. Yeah, were you going to do it? or? No, no, no. You okay, you were, you were like... LN? LN? Mercy Oh, no. This is bad. <laughs> okay, LN. Senior writer, he says that he wants uh, a new game in Brazil. Like, that would be, like, what he wants. On the grander scale, I do feel there's a risk, a tapestry of culture in South America that the brand has yet to explore fully. From the Incas to the Spanish Conquistiate... Oh, damn, we looked this up. We looked this up. Conquistiators? I'm going to put it in the chat for people... <laughs> it's, it's really weird because it's like conquest, but it's like different. Dennis, is, is Dennis? Wait. Dennis, we need you, Dennis. Dennis. <laughs> that, for people like well, a small like behind the scenes thing, for like some things that are really hard to pronounce, uh, uh, I always text them, Dennis, hey, can you give me like a, a recorded message to, uh, and then he always like 
says what the right <laughs> pronunciation is, and then we'll we move on with our this life now? <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I wanted to like, give some uh, some like behind the scenes look. So oh, no, no, black. No, never mind. Just go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Conquistiators. Nay, I, I don't know. I don't know. We looked it up beforehand. I we thought did. we were prepared, we prepared, but we we did not. So Black Flag did touch on some of it. A land continues. I'm feeling more the Brazil region. So that's like kind of what he wants. Obviously, everyone has ideas. He is a senior writer. Maybe he can go to Yves Guillemot. He says, Brazil, let's get going. Yves Guillemot says, get in line, man. 10 million other people have a, a, like a sort of setting they want to see. So my question to you is, Joyce, and I will like insert what I want as well. What do you think would be a cool setting? And uh, we have a poll up for the Brazil one. 70% says, uh, sounds like a good one, Brazil. And uh, 30% says, no, nah, not interested. But I'm going to guess when they drop a trailer, you're going to buy it anyways. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. <laughs> I mean, we all will. We all will. Uh, we, we're all we're all kind of... Uh, we're yeah, easy. We're like, easy targets. Okay. Yes. Um, what What do well, you want, Joyce? Well, Brazil is indeed. Just to give my quick uh, reaction to that, because Brazil is, it's, it, I think it's a great uh, region to uh, do an Assassin's Creed in. Also, because I don't know with the whole Odyssey vibes with a, a more warm, summery type of area. You know, like less dark, more light. I, I think that was more of a fun area to play in. I mean, Valhalla has its beauty too, but it's more, I don't know, it, it has more of these brooding dark places and a lot of rain. I mean, Yubi, please make it stop raining. In my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really went for the dark, uh, yeah, dark age of England. And that's why it's, I think it's cool that we have like Norway as well. Yeah. To, to balance it out a bit. Exactly. So what i was thinking um, and i actually got inspired by um what immortals did with dlc too is oh, that yeah. we have uh, Ubi uh we have the ubisoft they have a ubisoft um um how do you say that in china there's also a, 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 a <laughs> i can't come up with the word ubisoft building let's let's keep it at that um who uh, completely worked on the on dlc2 for immortals which uh takes place in china and i think Assassin's Creed. This has probably been talked about a lot on the internet, and also with some leaks that that were not true in the end. Um, but Assassin's Creed uh, stage in Asia um, would be great as well because um, you have these, uh, you have the Jin Dynasty, for example. You have the Mongol Empire, where you can do something with. I mean, sure, add Templars and Assassins. I don't know how they would do that. But they will figure it out. The Mongols are the Templars. Yep, exactly. Done deal. You, they've probably seen the success of Ghost of Tsushima with the Mongol Empire and how and how well they've done that. And I think um, adding an assassin to that time period would also create for some, um, yeah, like, like from, from yeah. How do I say this? Um, a, a different change of pace and also for these pretty areas to to, to come alive and um, yeah, what? To, yeah. Yeah, what you really want uh, with 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 the these new uh, these new type of games like Valhalla and stuff like that is uh, like a good balance between more urban environments and like beautiful nature and Japan and China has both of them. Yeah. So especially the buildings, like it would be so awesome. Like we 
kind of saw that in the Chronicle games, but that was kind of different, of course. But yeah. to like uh, free run over these buildings, like that will be insane. That that will really create a different flavor. Um, mm-hmm. And and Ghost of Tsushima actually, I mean, I, a lot of people are saying, hey, after playing Ghost of Tsushima, I don't want the Assassin's Creed in Japan anymore. Uh, and I'm actually quite the opposite. For one, people who don't have a PlayStation did not play that game, so more people will actually care. And I just think that Assassin's Creed is gonna be a little broader than Ghost of Tsushima, where of course there you would really like play this samurai, and you had like sort of, uh, of course, the sort of stealth moments, and you could really like kind of focus on that as well if you wanted. But you were only <laughs> using the katana, and I think there are yeah. like a ton of cool weapons. Uh, they they could also add, and if an Assassin's Creed would be in that time period, we would totally see those weapons and just the amount of cool like outfits and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that's gonna be wild, and yeah. I really think that with like the more focus on the combat system, how that has been really improved, uh, I think that would really benefit uh, a Japanese and China uh, type game as well. So I'm yeah. totally with you. I, f- I think that would be cool. We know about the mobile game uh, mm. that is coming, uh, actually, from uh, Tencent in collaboration with like the biggest gaming giant and actually media giant, I would say, in yeah. uh, from China. who's was like working together with Ubisoft on their first like triple A mobile game, which is supposed to be in early access in early 2022. So mm-hmm. that will. I-, I just hope that they will then still make like a legit game right in yes. that setting yeah i mean it would be nice what i said like a nice change of pace and with um just a complete thing the only thing i'm worried about is how the main how the modern day would fit in to all of this because you should not forget they have a historian part of the game and a modern day part of the game and to be a sequel to Valhalla that's probably I'm not gonna go into spoilers but it's gonna be like how do you fix that I mean obviously Ubisoft is always finding a way but how do you how do you fit that I mean they they that that will really be the lost thought they have they will be like okay what are cool settings let's go there oh yeah we have this modern day part as well yeah, let them have a cabin in the woods somewhere. Let the <laughs> let them uh, find uh, bones in a cave, and uh, that that oh. and we like force players out once, and then at the end they they will be reminded. Oh, we have this modern day section as well. I think that is uh, the set sadly the future of uh, the modern day part. So I I don't I don't, I would not worry about it. I mean, we could like have a whole conversation about the ending of the fate of Atlantis and how yeah. less of an impact that had on uh, Valhalla, so they really yeah. clearly don't care that much. Um, so yeah, I, I, w- I would really see that. And you made like an interesting point with that uh, Immortals DLC, which was made by like a big Ubisoft studio in China. Studio, and they... that's what I was looking for. <laughs> uh, and and they, no, they actually right. did some stuff on Valhalla as well and on other SS Creed games. And now they had like for the first time their own sort of project with the Immortals DLC mm-hmm. and it really seems and that's what Ubisoft is usually doing like they're giving like smaller teams some smaller things and then slowly building them to like more bigger and maybe that they can lead stuff like uh, Ubisoft Sophia is of course a great example of that they uh, did Rogue later on and then they had the Curse of the Pharaohs like these smaller 
teams are, are getting more and more uh, leading leading roles. And who would be a better team that, to make like a China Asian game than actually a studio uh, there? So I would not be surprised if they are going to be maybe uh, spearheading that in the future, which could be exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that I was thinking of is yeah, just an England like medieval time period. And I know with the Vikings were kind of already there. But, like, I really want sort of, um, yeah, I really want, like, more, even more, like, knights and just just that that kind of, like, we have the Fane armor, kind of that style, right? I mm-hmm. think that would be cool. And I just want arenas. <laughs> Give me arenas. <laughs> more arenas. You want Assassin's Creed 3 to be back in uh, in a more medieval setting with the, with the, the, the whole battle arena they had. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we, of course, saw that. Like, I think the, the coolest, like, arena and the Colosseums, like, in Origins were so amazing. Yeah. So having stuff like that, I, f- I still think that's the best part of Origins, like, having these unique bosses. Uh, I really miss that in Valhalla, something like that. I see some people say Russia would be great as well. Huh. Uh, like, climbing all over the Kremlin. It's like a, I think a, a sort of, like, what is Like a church or something? Mm-hmm. I think the areas in Russia will be very pretty. Though. Yeah, 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 for sure. And like they have some crazy buildings, which would be cool to climb for sure. But why, why the medieval uh, thing? I'm curious now. Like, why would you, why would you choose that? I, I just think that, and we, we came of course from, uh, from Valhalla, which is already kind of that. But I think they could just, yeah, just do more. Like they're they're really sort of the gladiator arena with like on a horse with like these huge kind of spears i think stuff like that would be would be kind of cool um and i don't know we 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 of course have a lot of like medieval games but i think like with their like direction going rpg uh i think that would be like a really cool setting Mm -hmm. uh not making it too magical of course but uh and then would you play an assassin or would you play an assassin knight yeah, they would totally do both. <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, did you, by the way, are you like familiar with the Aztec Empire, like the which is like uh, was like thirteen hundred, fifteen hundred, twenty one, uh, and currently it's Mexico, but that mm-hmm. like like looks a bit like um, sort of uncharted regions, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Where where you also sorry. Yeah. No, I, I want to say I'm a bit familiar with it because of Uncharted and because of Tomb Raider. So, yeah, but not like I'm an expert, but uh, yeah, I'm familiar with it. Yeah, so they have like pyramids as well there. And, and that was, of course, really cool in, in, in Origins to have like uh, some sort of uh, thing like that uh, back. I just a really, what I really liked about Origins is like the, the unique area you would be able to explore. Like here I can put up a, oh, it's like actually a game here. <laughs> Which which gives us a, a good idea of what, what this might be. Let me put that up here. So it's like really jungly. Uh it's kinda like temple run in a way. If you remember oh, that. Right. I think this would actually be awesome. Yeah, this reminds me Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's even for is that before Origins or after? Or during? No, I think it's after. It's uh, uh, 1200. Mm-hmm. Temple Run was the best. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, 
look, don't get me wrong. Like, or, or I, I keep saying Odyssey is overall my favorite from the new series, but Origins by far had the best narrative. Like, they had they had a really good story go, uh, going behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you agree with me, but um, they just had also with the DLCs, uh, uh, the the like the whole the trailers that they launched for that um, showed how much. That they put some time into the into the narrative, into uh, quest design, and um, like, it was just know. one lead character as well, and just way more yeah. uh, like they like way more. Um, and we talked about it a lot of times on the podcast here, like way more focus on motion capture cutscenes, and they yeah. just really help you care way more about the characters, like the emotional scenes with Bayek mm-hmm. losing his child and then going mm-hmm. on this re- revenge on this rampage. That, that with the with the new games, it's like they still have these sort of moments, but because they are not mocapped, the animations look kind of weird and they get better. But I, I just wish that uh, for the main story, they will just only have like mocap scenes and make it way shorter. Because we did have like with Fuke, you did have like a lot of motion capture scenes as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I really love the confession rooms uh, when you like found Sigurd. Oh yeah, uh, that was like awesome. He was like yeah. turning like huge. Like there are like very 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 cool things they can do, but because of the like the the size of these games, there yeah the budget for these mocap scenes are like less, or it seems less because they are so few and far between. You every five hours you get one mocap scene, uh, and mm-hmm. I wish there there were more of that. Well, I, you you can definitely see um, what was with Odyssey. You could definitely see which scenes were mocapped and which were not. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Like I, they they fade, they have these fade out, fade in sequences, and then you recognize one. Oh yeah, that one is definitely mocapped. And then they go back, and then you have this more animated style of scene. Yeah, um, yeah. With Valhalla, uh, I think they actually managed to not do that a lot like they have this animated scene and then they have not the fade out and the fade in thing they just move right back to it or the whole scene is yeah or odyssey had this as well uh the the fade out yeah yeah yeah. so uh... except for the the um, there's this one of my favorite scenes in odyssey on the docks yeah. Yeah, 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 I know which one. <laughs> but that that that, that <laughs> Yeah, that was awesome and I think they you like you would only have like uh, it, it was kind of weird. I think if you like went in with a weird armor set, you would always change to like this uh like set armor set they they chose for that scene. But it's like it, it really shows you that we both know which scene it is because it's one of the only scenes they actually mocapped. Yeah. So that's yeah. Like the same with Valhalla. Valhalla had a great opening. I mean, the yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like okay, they're back. You know, like the the whole the, that was that was mostly where it was like okay, that's awesome. Let, let, I, I'm 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 packed for more. And then they have these really impactful scenes. Um, but yeah, you don't totally see like which ones mocapped or which is not. And yeah. uh, sometimes with some scenes, I actually wished they mocapped it more. You know, like with more expression on their faces. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I thought the the one with Cassandra and uh, Demos, or if you played it the other way, of course, when yeah. they like uh, next to the temple where you upgrade your spear of Leonidas, they mm-hmm. they see each other for the first time again. Oh, uh, yeah. And that was like not mocap. It was like 
such an awkward scene while it was like super important for that st- for that narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I see. Like, uh, but if we get an arena, it should be online. Dave- Davy Boy says, "I really want a Ghost of Tsushima Legends type <laughs> for, uh, as a screed thing. Mm. I I would love th- for them to to do that. I think that would actually be." Really, really cool. And I also want, and that was like a kind of idea I had at one point, we should like stream the Unity multiplayer. <gasps> Is that, that would, does that still exist? I think you can still do that, right? It should be like, it would be weird if they are like, I mean, they did like, are like removing some servers, I think from Assassin's Creed 2 or something. At least I yeah. want to like, I want to like check that. Uh, I played <laughs> it a month ago, says Your Worst Nightmare. So there we go. But maybe... Maybe this month it's already over. So No, I think it's still there. So let's move on before we uh, round out with our predictions. I want to um, talk about this PC Gamer interview with Patrice Desilet. He uh, made the Ancestors Humankind Odyssey game. But more importantly, he was like one of the like leads on the first Assassin's Creed. He was like one of the people who made it and then actually left Ubisoft after that. He would not really say why, but likely because he figured out... Wait, Ubisoft wants to release the, every year a new game. Um, so then he kind of uh, created his own studio. And he, of course, made that in- Ancestors game. So he's talking about social stealth and why we are likely not seeing that in like other games. Or we, of course, saw it in Valhalla. But real quick, Joyce, did you ever really use it? No. And that I hate to be honest about this because I would love... I would have loved to do it more, but there are just not a lot of situations where I would have used it. Sure, there were some quests where you had to do it, and there is this uh, trophy where you actually have to do it, um, where you have to pass so many guards while hiding in a group of oh, yeah. monks, I think, was it? Mm-hmm. Um, but no. I also used it for the Alta Year uh, pictures that I put on Instagram, just to oh, get yeah, like yeah. this nostalgic vibe. But yeah, people no. really like that, by the way. But and I hate yeah. to say it. Like, yeah, I yeah. Was I, I, I was actually uh, uh, like the first to like. I had an interview with Ashraf before the game uh, was revealed, and uh, it was one of the things I asked, and he said, "Yes, it's coming back." Uh, so, like, we were actually the first to, to break that, which was cool. But to see it, like, implemented as as it kind of was, it, it really felt like, oh, yeah, we, we, we should bring back the, the, the sort of vibe here. But in the previous games, it was way more important to kind of use it. Because, yeah, you were not this, like, huge powerhouse, right? It would actually no. be really smart to go mm-hmm. in. And now you also have always different ways to enter like a sort of building so you could always you could like easily ignore it and especially with like what patrice uh patrick is saying here um it's hard to make you believe uh you believe in it it's tough to render a crowd and make sure that the player gets that they are hidden triple a is a lot about precision in the character models and uh, and rendering of the crowds so he says, uh, I still find it interesting. It was unique and different and not easy to make, but maybe that was abandoned for something more trendy. You said AAA and AAA, it's money, man. It costs a lot to make, so I need to make sure a lot of people will appreciate it. That's why, like, social stealth is not in more games or in a lot of the recent AC games. Um, 
we will just do the hack and slash and NPCs will be there, but they won't be the main part. Um, and he says, like, that's a shame because we totally had something with social stealth. But yeah. um, I totally think that they will look at it again with Valhalla and the amount of people that used it. And they might be like, yeah, we're dropping it for the next game. If it's like so much money to make. Yeah. Unless because they made it for Valhalla, they can like e more easily bring it forward. But because it also the character, it didn't match. Like you were playing this, you're playing this character who who's not like grew up with, assass with, with assassins and the whole history. Um Avor just got like jumped right into it, and and also the way um, he or she is wearing the the hidden blade, like um, they do it on the front instead of the back because they actually want to show that they killed someone. So I, the whole social still thing, it's great to add because it's uh, the whole nostalgic thing. It's very classic, and I, I would have loved to see it work out. But with this, it doesn't match the character. You know, like yeah, in a way, yeah. more like like he or she. I keep saying she, but I know, you know, they 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 want to show that they killed someone and that that they are strong and that then they and that they are capable of doing something like that, not sneaking their way into things and making sure they did they did not find out. I don't know if you agree with me on this, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just it, yeah. gynistic I, I notes. They also want want to save the fingers, and that, that was of course also funny. Which was like. What did you lose your fingers for this? Uh, not worth it. Uh, no. Yo, I, I agree, but we have the cloak, of course, and I, I think the the reasoning behind it, where you are this intruder into a Saxon like sort of city, you are this Norseman, so you want to be hidden yeah. as much as possible. Maybe it's weird to then join some monks, who should also be like, "What the heck is this Norseman doing in the middle?" Um, but like the idea that you want to remain hidden, like. I just think that overall, the sort of you had these, you have of course the hostile areas, and you had the like yellow areas. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't well, very well realized, I think, in <laughs> the end. Yeah, um, I mean, they they figured out a way to do it, though. I mean, of course, if you enter, I do uh, think the fact that if you go into a new area and. I don't know, Avor is known for doing these stupid, like, killing people and people are being warned. Sure, I get that. Like, of course you would hide and not be seen. Like, for story-wise, for narrative, I get that. But with the whole st social stealth thing, hmm, I don't know. And the, the Then I would prefer uh, classic ACs, like, with Rogue, that I was playing on stream a, a month ago or two, you really had to do the social stealth thing to not be to not be seen or to get to a certain target. And with with Valhalla, you yeah. don't have to care. You can I, just I mean, go they, in yeah. I, I like the freedom, though. I, I don't like from the previous games where, hey, do it this way, otherwise game over, screen restart. I, I like how the new... But they should have made it more impactful. Like, it's pretty sad that luring a drunk guy is more effective than social stealth. And that's basically what is it? what, what it is. Yeah, and like I said before, I would have loved it if it would work out, but it just... Eivor is maybe not the right character for it. Yes, yes. And that's why they also did not include it in Bayek, for Bayek, by the way, because Bayek was this magi with, like, weapons. <laughs> and, like, it was really weird to, like, join... Like, you would immediately, like, pick that guy out uh, of the crowd. Okay, let's uh, move on to our predictions here. Uh, yeah, you do yours first, and I will say, yeah, yeah, come on, Joyce. 
a little more, a little more spice. <laughs> oh god. Okay, you know what? You're gonna add spice to it, but I say we will have a new romance option slash quest in this DLC. I mean, I, I think I think a better one would be there would be no romance option because do you really think they're gonna release an expansion without a romance option? Well, if you think about what happened to um, the legacy of the first blade and the Atlantis debacle, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that would not count. Yeah, I mean that. No, that that was not really a romance option. You were forced onto it. <laughs> Now, you had in Atlantis. Okay, I, I know I'm going into spoiler territory for people who haven't played Atlantis yet, but there are there is a character in there that you can have some flirty responses to it. And I think that's that's kind of what I mean. Like you can have these flirty responses with a character and then maybe uh going the Valhalla way it will turn out to be a romance option, you know? Like a one night stand kind of thing that they that Yeah, they okay. Do. So yeah, okay, but like, do you really think there's... I think that's pretty a safe bet. If there's, like, one romance option in this 20-hour-plus DLC. Okay, two then. Happy? <laughs> two romance options. Two romance options. Let's keep, okay, yes. Let, let's keep it that way. We will have... Five. Two no, okay. Five. five. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Okay. For, because... Romance. Yeah. Okay. Jordan will be happy when he returns. For this free, free, <laughs> Sorry, free no. win. Oh, wait. No, I'm not going to say your. Take that, Jordan. Ooh, okay, two. And I want to thank Hambone for uh, the five subs gifts. And uh, congrats everyone who got a free sub there. Um, okay, Sorry, so Jordan. you say there are going to be two romance options. <laughs> I'm going to regret this. Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> Why? I mean, I think that's like obvious. I would be shocked if there were not any romance options. It's a safe bet. Hey, with safe bets, you do get points. So uh, Yeah, okay, but <laughs> I mean, I want to keep it fair here because what I'm saying we will get and I want and we're we're going to like I'm going to ask the chat about if this if this in the end turned out to be true. So, one of my critiques before the launch of Valhalla that actually like actually like made that, that was just spot on uh sadly I, I wish i was wrong about that is that the perks on weapons and gear are not exciting like not even to mention that, that you don't really notice them they're not exciting low health uh, full health um uh extra light damage on a finisher like stuff like that it's not exciting there's like a few perks in valhalla that are exciting but I'm going to say they learned from that with the Druids DLC. And when all is said and done, we will have at least five items with exciting perks that we cannot mm. think of right now, that we have not seen before in the previous games. And an example of an exciting perk is your weapon on fire on a crit. Um, if you miss, you lose the, the attack bonus. That was like one for the Raven uh, clan. Or the, the one from the Tyrannus pack where your melee, your fist deal more damage. Like something that changes the gameplay up, that pushes you to play differently. Instead of plus 10 attack if you hit a target with a heavy attack. So I'm saying 5 items in the Druids DLC will have exciting perks. Do you agree with that? <laughs> 
Yes, and I want to add on, they work correctly at the start of this DLC. Okay, so if they don't work, they don't count. Yep. Okay. Because okay. that happened before, Yor. We had, we had yeah, yeah, perks. Yeah. Or even perks were added later, but that was that was because of the whole... Um, what was it called again? The pack and the, the the starter pack that that. that oh yeah, yeah. Five. But the, they oh so yeah, yeah, yeah. They they just did not have any perks. And then they when we finally knew about the perks, they were not exciting at all. Like after a block, blah blah blah. No, <laughs> no. Sure, some items, but I want to also see after parrying and blocking the next star. Like something crazy. I don't know. It's a single player game. I don't care if it, it it has to be exciting. If we, if you okay. find new items every five hours, you want every item that you find every five hours to be cool. I mean, uh, I, I agree, and and I hope we also get the ruins for that. Oh yeah, yeah. What about that? Mm -hmm. uh, Mika says, exciting perk: a uni bear appears after a critical hit. Uh. <laughs> or like anything like that. Like imagine if. Uh, if you kill an enemy with a headshot, a wolf appears by your side for like five seconds. Like it's someone like the man's best friend, but as a perk. Okay, that would be actually be really cool. Yeah, 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 that would be <laughs> yeah. awesome, right? Or one of your Yom's Viking appears um, to help you uh, to help along, like kind of the the call to arms ability, but yeah. for like your Yom's Viking, but on a actual perk. And of course, there are cool perks like the re increasing the reach. For, for the Gangnir is great. And the Blast with the Excalibur. So they know they can do it. We just don't see a lot of it. So I think the Druid's DLC will at least have five of them. And we will find okay. out about that soon enough. May 13th, of course. Thanks everyone for watching, listening to episode 47 of the Assassin's Cast. We will be back next week. Of course, on Saturday, the podcast goes live. You can watch it live. Oh, twitch.tv. That's your raptor. Um, and uh, yeah. That's uh, kind of all we have to say here. You can leave a review. Please do. It will really help us out. It can also go the extra mile. And uh, for $2 per month, you get the video version. And for $5 per month, you get early access. And uh, also the video version. If you go to the join button next to the subscribe button on YouTube. And then you also get the cool Raptor next to your name in the YouTube comments. And all that good stuff. Okay, Joyce, thanks always for joining. Where can people find you? Well, if they don't, whoa, if they don't, uh, if they listen uh, only because of my uh, Twitter, uh, my Twitter nickname is obviously in on screen. But if you want to find me on Twitter, it's underscore uh, letter N and then my name, Joyce, underscore. If you want to find me on Twitter, I, I uh, post uh, some screenshots from time to time. Some screenshots in the Assassin's Cast uh, tw tweets are also mine. <laughs> So you can uh, check it out there. Uh, my Instagram is tombchartered4 if you guys want to follow me there. Uh, I also have a virtual um, photography Instagram that I need to update still. I keep forgetting. <laughs> now I need to remind myself for that. Um, you can find that in my bio uh, on Instagram. And uh, yeah, on the Discord where I sometimes pop up and say hi because we also have a Discord. <laughs> yes, joraptor.com-discord. I hope to see you there. We have a cool Reddit channel. That's my favorite uh, channel actually to know Dang. what um, Red is selling. And today, Aina Yar, or like, likely if you're listening to this Saturday, you missed out. But oh. we will have a community post about it because, Joyce, I delayed our other community post. So, ah, uh, smart. Yes. Hey. Okay, thanks everyone, as always, for the support. Descardius with the bits, the buy bits. 
and of course Hambone and Dennis for the sub gifts. Am I missing anything? Let me check real quick if I missed uh, any donations or uh, other support. Yeah, the Scardius with more. Uh, and we got Cable with a Prime sub, but that was five hours ago when we were not streaming. So that's really cool. Oh. Like, hmm. He was like, I got this free Prime sub anyways. I'm not I'm not giving it to anyone. Let's give it to Giraffe. Uh, well, we really appreciate that. Okay, thanks everyone. Thanks for the mods for yeah putting up the polls and stuff like that. Yeah. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye.